You are listening to episode number 82 of the Mom Aligned podcast. If you want to succeed in both life and business, you must master your time, money, and mind. This is where you will learn how. Welcome to the Mom Aligned podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach, Ilon Karaz. Let's go. Welcome to this week's episode. I was coached recently by my coach, and one of the things that came up was this concept of tying our identities to our businesses, and more specifically, the success of our business or the high and lows of our business and or the things that we sell in our business, right? So for me, this came up because I was recognizing, realizing that I was tying my self-concept, my identity, my self-worth into my offer, into my business. And when we attach ourselves in this way to our businesses and the services we offer, we in essence create a roller coaster for ourselves and where we can only really feel good if things are going well in our businesses, right? We can only be happy when things are working and things are going our way. And I wanted to share my findings with you, the things that my coach coached me on and what really stood out to me in our conversation because I think it's going to be very helpful for you. It's something that I have realized is definitely not just something that I do, but that we all do. We all struggle with this because typically we have a passion for what we're doing, right? We're not doing it just because of the money or just because we want to have a business. Typically we start businesses or at least the people that I attract and work with, we start businesses because we really do want to make a difference. We really do want to create impact in this world and we want to leave a legacy of some sort behind right and so entrepreneurship is hard it doesn't matter how you look at it and it doesn't mean that it's only ever or always hard right it can definitely be easy it can definitely be simple but building a business is not something that comes without any challenges and I have found that when we interlink who we are, how we feel about ourselves, what we think about ourselves, how successful we perceive ourselves to be, or how we don't see ourselves as successful, specifically as it relates to our business. When we do that, entrepreneurship becomes even harder. (laughs) And the other thing that really stood out to me is that it's really not possible for you to make any objective decisions from this place. Because if your self-concept or your identity or self-worth, who you believe yourself to be, when it's tied to your business, you are making decisions so that you can feel better instead of making decisions because they are the right decisions for where you are and where you want to go. Instead of making strategically intentional, purposeful decisions, You're making decisions because you want to feel better. So how do you know whether your self-worth, your identity, your self-concept is attached to your business or the services that you offer? Well, the first way in which this shows up is you get upset when someone says no to your offer. 
So if you are on a sales call and someone says no, it upsets you, right? But not because you know that you can help them and you really are fighting for them. It's because you feel bad. You feel that you've done something wrong. If a customer complains about the services that you provide or something that's not working in the business, right? You feel bad about yourself. You make it mean that you're not a good entrepreneur, that you don't know anything about business, that you suck at this thing, right? Now, it's basically you're on this emotional roller coaster because if someone says no, you feel really bad, you feel crappy, and it's not a good day. And when someone feels says yes, the opposite end of that, it feels amazing, right? And this is an indication to you that you are tying yourself to your business. If you tie yourself to your business, you also don't want others to do anything for you. You typically want to do it all yourself because you have this idea, this story in your head that nobody's going to do it with as much intention or um attention as I am going to. Nobody knows this as well as I do. Nobody's going to do it as well or as good as I can. My clients only want to work with me. They don't want to work with anybody else. They have built a relationship with me. And if someone else now shows up to this meeting, it's going to be weird and they're not going to like it. And so we we do everything ourselves. We don't want to outsource. We don't want to hire help. And when we do, we typically find all the problems about why this person is not the right person for our business versus really just being honest with ourselves and understanding that it's not because this person isn't the right person, which of course, it can absolutely be a fact that it's not the right person. But for the most part, when we get these problems or create these problems with this person, We're looking at them and blaming them versus looking at our processes and systems and the things that we need to have in place to actually make it possible for them to be an amazing employee or team member, right? When you're tying yourself to your business, it also makes you graspy when you sell because the sale is urgent. There is scarcity and lack underneath it. And it's like, If they say, no, I'm going to feel bad and it means that they don't like me. It means that they don't like my business. They don't want what I have to offer. And so we have this like graspy energy where we're almost like forcing them to buy from us, right? And we're not necessarily forcing them physically, but it's like the energy of you have to buy this thing, like just say yes. And when we do that, we're focused on selling them for us, for the benefit that it gives us versus selling to serve them and how focusing on how our business can help them achieve what it is that they want to achieve. When you are tied to your offer, you will sell to everyone versus your ideal clients. Because we think when we are attached to our businesses, that our business is for everyone. And everyone should buy it and everyone does want it. When in fact, this is not the truth. Every single business has an ideal client, has a person that this business and the services it offers is perfect for. And so when we are tied to our business, when we're attaching ourselves to our businesses, 
we are continuously speaking to everyone. And in that process, we're often speaking to the wrong people. What we also do is when someone says our price is too high or our services are too expensive, we fritz out and we change it or we lower it. We give them discounts, right? And this is because we want to please them. We want to help everyone versus helping the right people for this specific business and understanding that for some people it is going to be expensive and for some people it isn't going to be the the right thing right now, right? It doesn't mean that they, they're not ever going to be the right people for your business, but it doesn't mean anything about you or the fact that you're like, it doesn't mean that your prices are too expensive. It could just be that these aren't your people (laughs) and it's okay to let them go and go to the cheaper option if that is what they want to do. So when we're tied to our business, we are basically making decisions for the people that aren't happy, the people that are unhappy, right? If we have people who complain in our business, we change things, we tweak things, but it comes from this place of pleasing the people versus objectively looking at what's not working and, and solving for that. We also spend a lot of time in compare and despair. And this is where I found myself, um, you know, not too long ago. It's like looking at what other people are doing and comparing myself and feeling behind, feeling like I'm not there yet. And then I fall into this, what I like to call the river of misery, right? Like we're, we're down this rabbit hole and it's like just miserable. And there's so much despair. There's so much like anxiety and stress and just hopelessness. But it's because I was telling myself that if this business doesn't work, then it means I am not good enough. It means that I don't know what I'm doing. So when you are afraid to grow your business, so this is another way it shows up, is when you are afraid to grow your business, because growth means that something is going to need to change and specifically you, right? So if you're afraid to grow your business because you have linked growth to change and you don't like change, you don't want to grow, you're afraid of the growth, that is when you are tying yourself to your business. Now, one of the reasons why understanding this and seeing this for myself, and it it might show up for you a little bit differently, like you might be doing different things that are symptoms of you tying yourself to your business or to your services. One of the things that have have been really helpful to me is now that I know I'm doing this or I could see, okay, this is the areas where I'm doing it, right? It actually opens up so much space for me to focus on the facts of my business and the math of my business and the real concrete reasons why something isn't working versus the drama that I'm creating around it and all the shame and guilt and not enoughness that I'm putting on myself if things don't work as I planned, right? To give you an example, um, I would always feel really bad because I wasn't getting any consults for new people coming into my business. And I was like, why aren't people reaching out? Like, why aren't people taking me up on consults? And when I actually sat down and evaluated how many offers I had made in that time period, I literally sent out one email. Guys, one email to offer someone to work with me, to invite someone to work with me. (laughs) 
And I mean, on average, people need to see your offers. They need to interact with your business like 30 times, 32 times or something. I don't know what the exact stats are right now before they actually are going to say yes. And I mean, I sent out one email and, you know, some of my emails are going to land up in spam. Someone's probably not going to read, like some people won't read it. Some people are just busy and they don't open it, right? Sometimes you miss emails if you think about the the amount of emails that come through our inboxes every day. And so instead of going into the drama and making it mean that nobody wants to work with me and this business isn't going to be successful, I could actually look at the fact and the math. And I was like, okay, now I can see I only sent out one offer email and I should actually send out more. So this really, really helped me in that area. Also, what it has helped me to recognize and realize is that if I'm having a hard day, if something is happening in my life that is emotionally challenging or difficult to deal with, it doesn't mean that I can't still show up and serve my people because they are not there for me. I might be the one that's like the vehicle, the one that's facilitating their transformation, the one that's helping them get the result, right? But they are there for the result. They are there for the transformation. And it's okay if I, on the back end of my life, have things going on that aren't necessarily um, what I want them to be, right? It's all, I always think about like someone who is in the fitness space. Like if they help you to lose weight and you're getting the results, but they had like a binge eating weekend, and they're beating themselves up for not eating healthy this weekend, they can still help you, right? It doesn't mean because they had a, a moment of falling off the bus that they, they can't serve you as their client. And then I think something that was my takeaway from this coaching session and something that I want you to really ponder about this week is that you can actually only be successful you can only really experience true success if you believe that you are already successful. I want you to really, really think about that. The only way to create success or more success is to believe that you are already successful. And also that it's your job to determine your self-worth. Like nobody is going to determine that for you. Nobody can determine that for you. That is something that happens from the inside out, like you decide whether you are worthy or not. And I want to challenge you that you are just the fact that you exist, the fact that you are on this planet and that you're breathing and listening to me in your ear right now means that you are worthy. You are worthy of everything that you want, everything that you desire. And it really is as simple as just understanding that I am worthy. And also it's your job to manage your emotions regardless of what's going on around you or in your business. Don't put the responsibility of managing your emotions onto your clients, onto whether someone says yes or no, whether something's working or not. You are the master of your own ship. You are the master of your emotions, and it's your job to manage them. No one else's. <laughs> All right, my friends, I hope this was valuable. I really appreciate you listening every week. And I look forward to chatting to you again next week.